Blog Talk Radio. The True Israelites with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Just off the mind, so we'll take care of that a little bit later. 
All right, live broadcast, take number 61. So we're going to see the young line ready to come on stage. So let's see if we bring him. And the same token, we'll give young line a chance to find that scripture for me. Well, matter of fact, I think he read it about three weeks ago at, at the temple out of Camp One. He read about Simeon or somebody made, made a little fish. And when he made that little fish, everybody was um, all right. So we, um, we know the young line of working on it right now. So let's see if we find that young line and bring him on. Up and come and teach out of Camp One. That's doing a great job on in the ministry. And, and, and also tomorrow he will be anchoring Pal Talk at 8 o'clock. Talking some dust edge yaquas, see. So we already know when you're doing some dust edge yaquas, that's the game changer anyway. So he'll be on the broadcast on Pal Talk, and he's gonna be talking that talk about some dust edge yaquas. All right, let's get him bring the young line in and see if we get him on stage. And then he'll tell me having found the book that those still looking for. You know, and so we read about two three weeks ago, and now I think I want to I want to hear it read a little bit tonight. So, Brother Titus, up and come and teach out of Camp One. Yaqua, be there, see right. Yaqua, bless you there, see ya, Israel, oh seed royal, hallelujah, Yaqua, hallelujah, Yaqua, there, young line, so I like you. Energetic, up and ready to do your part in just as Yahweh. And I see the better half is closed by, and that's the game changer right there. That's, 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 that's the game changer. We're going to make sure. Let's see if that's Sister Judith. Oh, right here, and see if she's coming on stage and holler on that microphone. Sister Judith. Yahweh be with you, Sister Judith, one of the sisters out of Camp One. Let's see if she's coming on stage and hollering, hollering that microphone a little bit there. Yaqua be there, see right. Yaqua bless you, see Israel of Sea Royal. Hallelujah, 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 Sister Judith. You know that that makes those fear happy. So one thing about it, we um we doing um the judges five eleven. We rehearsing the righteous act because if we don't rehearse the righteous act. When a time of appointed come, which is going to happen, we're not going to be believable unless we rehearse the righteous act. And so we prepared, because when Yahweh make his move in his ministry, we prepared to step in our positions in grand style because we rehearsing the righteous act. Genuine. That's the key. Being genuine, just not going through the motion. And that's a great thing. All right. So um Titus, let's look at let's look at a verse that's um that we brings out every opportunity we get because we gotta always stay behind this verse right here. Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve. Let's see what's going on that young line. Book of Luke chapter twelve. Verse twelve read For the righteous spirit to teach you. In the same hour, what you ought to say. 
Taylor gonna go get the stage, but you do that, young lion, look up the origin of the chicken. Now you just said in verse eleven that Yahweh provided the fish for Simeon. You said what was his name again? What was that um what was that uh son's name of Jacob? Israel, what his name again was? Zebulon. Zebulon, okay, Zebulon. So Zebulon, that's pretty good. So now Zebulon, according to verse 11, Yahweh applied him to fish. But we want to find out, well, who applied this chicken and cow? We're going to see if Yahweh hand in the chicken or the cow a little bit later. But we're going to bring our elder in first, and then we'll, and I give you plenty of time to write down the information the origin of the making of the chicken. How did the chicken came into existence? How did the cow come into existence? Because these are two meats that we consume daily. And we're going to find out about the chicken and we're going to find out about the cow. So, but we're going to find that out later in the research for the national audience that over 900,000 strong, who made that chicken? Yahweh made that chicken. Who made that cow? Did Yahweh make that cow? Because we just find out in the book of Zebulon, Yahweh was responsible for him and blessed his hands to make sure everybody got them a nice taste of real darn fish. So when we meet our elder with a loud voice, we say, Elder, Mr. Kills Israel. Yahweh bid you have right. And Yahweh bless you, see you as well, receive well. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Hallelujah, Elder. One thing I do know, Elder, the fox tail have been lit, curtain hair went up. And we know you got a commentary to tell a mass noise over 900,000 strong on what the Almighty don't put on you and to tell them. So I'm going to back away, Elder, but, but don't think I'm not taking notes on you, Elder. I'm a, I'm a better <laughs> note taker than a, than a spokesman. I love to take notes. Like I, showed, like I said to, to a young lion, I remember what he put on tape about three weeks in the class. Now I'm thinking he bring it back up and he, he delivered it in grand style. So that's all right. So it'll, it'll take your time and talk to your national audience. You on the clock, come on. Well, once again, Yahweh bless you, see Israel, and thank you for bringing me into the night's broadcast. Among the cast of over nine hundred thousand listeners, and that's that's really a good thing, because this is how people are able to find out a lot of information, biblically and actually, even about their heritage, because we cover a lot of stuff. And we are detailed with that particular information. So sometimes we get calls and questions, which are pretty detailed, and we have to be educated in that fact of how to give an answer. Otherwise, we have to use that common thing that we use. I'll check it out and get back with to you. A wise man once asked me, he said, you know, there are remedies out there that uh, people take for different things. And, you know, like for headaches and other ailments that, that you have that come from the earth. I said, yeah, you're right. 
But see, most of the older people, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, and even before them, our ancestors, there was no doc cook around. There was no uh, stores to go to to buy medicine. They used to go out in the field and find certain herbs or plants and make what they needed and bring it back. That's right. A lot of that stuff was in the field. But when the descendants of Esau got it, found out what it was, he put it in the bottle and gave it a name. Like for headaches, for instance. Some people have migraine headaches. And um, they go to the store, they'll get double shots of Tylenol and everything to try to get rid of the headache. There's a flower that grows that looks like a, uh, a daisy. Inside is yellow with the white little leaves around it. It's called fever fuel. F-E-V-E-R-F-E-W. One word. And you mash that up and make a, a, a paste out of it and boil it in water. And when you drink that, it has a 70% or more effect to get rid of your migraine headache. And that's, that's just a flower that we look at. Remember there used to be certain teas, certain, certain plants and stuff out there in the yard smells like, uh, like uh, mint leaf or something like that. And my grandparents, they used to take that stuff and boil it. It was mint tea from the weeds in the garden. Couldn't believe that. Many people don't think about that now. They're like 25 different kinds today, peppermint and spearmint leaves that grow in the average garden or lot yard. And it's called M-E-N-T-H-A. That's M-E-N-T-H-A. It's a mentha type of leaf. They usually have a peppermint or a spearmint smell. And these leaves can be boiled and make a very generous tea. Also, honey. Now, we've heard about honey, but not the honey from the store. We want the honey from the uh, actual beehive. It has certain uh, antibodies that come from the enzymes from, from, from the bees that make it. Eating honey is good for your health, and even um, the Bible will state that. It can also be used to wipe on the wound to aid in healing. All these natural things that Yahweh have created that we speak of quite a bit is out there. But what happened? As the seer said, Doc Cook makes you forget about all of these things that's available. There's been times that they tried to make remedies and stuff to cure the descendants of Esau by experimenting on, um, I should say, the lower class people, we'll put it that way, experiment on them to see what will work. And once they get a cure, the lower class people don't know nothing about it. But the descendants of Esau, now they got a cure. But we'll cover that later. That'll be another topic that we get into much later. Because we know a lot of people came to hear things that most of us hear. And some listening, they never understand. But this is what Yahweh's ministry does. We put all this misunderstanding to a very possible scene. A lot of people came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching. And some looking, they can never find. Because 
The misinformed, that's what they're called. They can do none of these things. And this is why the words of Yahweh that is taught makes all this and more possible for the righteous. And that's the key word, righteous. Because we have to be aware. When we know the scriptures and the Bible precepts, we're actually given this knowledge to know we have a lot of those out there that camouflage their evil or confused teaching and only loud bump the gums contest for righteous learning. And even sometimes using the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against us that know. And this is done quite often. This is one of the reasons why we're here to help you and guide you through all these dark times of loud bump the gums for righteous learning. Christianity and other things that pull you away from the words of God. Welcome and thank all of you for attending Yahweh's ministry. Open to you live and coming to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost about Yahweh's word, which we even question about that. How can you guys get this much information from this one book? I don't see how you do it. It comes from connecting the books. Your help. Foods that you should eat, which we often talk about, keeping the Sabbath days, and much more that you hear us cover. We know you have came to not, and you're looking for the information. We have now found that information in the voices of the Trisolites, tribe of God. We're open unto you for this learning from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. No class on Tuesday we have a high day or a special event. But Sabbath class we do have. The top part of the Sabbath is Friday. That class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. And if any would like to attend the temple class, you can call that number that I'll give very shortly. We also have a website address. To use this, open up any search engine on any one of your smart devices. Right on that search line, put tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, once again, look for tribeyada.com. Dash Israelites. This will take you to a big line where you will see some choices. And one will be tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow those instructions. Any other device, you possibly might see menu. But after clicking this, you'll still see choices. You'll choose the tithes and offerings, and doing so, remember what it tells all of us to read the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahqua, you kindness of the people. Give unto the Yahqua, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahqua, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering, and come into his courts. I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahqua loves that you're forgiven. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated. That you give according to the Bible scriptures read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again read in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse 29. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you thus says Yahqua alive. Also, for building a school which I can see is very well needed. We should have had that school built some time ago. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. I will be Yaqua. 
Also, while there, check out our calendar. The calendar is there to help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible these days that come to us throughout the year. And that's right. For those that don't know, we have Bible feast days, which are mentioned in the Bible. And to get there, the only thing you have to do is open up any search engine, type Yaqua Radio Live on your cell phone, computer, or tablet. Once you get there, look for Voices of the Trizalites, try the job out. Click the red live button as soon as it appears. You'll be right into our live online broadcast. Also, we have a few numbers that you can call with Yaqua in mind. The first is the live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other number is 224-600-5579. This is our international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six one accounts of God's world's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I have to remind you, you only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling this number, you can inquire about the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact the seer via email, phone, or text before broadcast or after this. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, Answer many memos, even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you'll only hear a discouraging downtime. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of today's program, you can always catch the entire show after 9.15 p.m. South Fridays. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to do that, just enter three words, Yaquan Radio Live. When you click enter, look for Voices of the Tourist Alights, try the Yadam. Choose the program that you are late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. And now also doing our normal broadcast broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Teltalk which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, computer, even now, your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the Peltalk app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for Voices of the Tourist Rights, Private Valdar. Our room will hold 50 or more listening participants, where Yaqua's Word will also be working for your Bible education. And online there to answer those on-the-table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Israel, along with the seer Israel, writing a shotgun. And during this time, we'll take more comments off the topics or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And if our talk ends before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on Peltop. Talk will be with you all. But that continuing reminder that I always give. And we're given those scriptures to speak by the seer. Be quick to hear and slow to speak, so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly. Remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh 
and not that of confusion. So we as speakers have to be very careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. So we can start to do just that as we spoke. We'll pass our program back to our seer Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. first begin at us, what shall end of them that obey not the gospel of the covenant of Yahweh? 18. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the un and the sinner appear? 19. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of Yahweh commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. Next. So, so, understand one thing he's saying there, fixing on the camera, that Yahweh can always hit those that in the mouth. You won't get in the mouth. Don't think you'll be a cakewalk when you come and try to do all you can in Yahweh and you don't get hit in the mouth. No, you don't get a lot of great defeat. And your coldest defeat will come from the closest one to you. You're always going to be challenged big time by the closest one to Keep that in your mind. But you will be challenged, and that's why that's why we got to always rehearse the righteous act in that lobby. Because you never know 
when he's going to check you out. And when he checks you out, don't go into all wars me. Why me? Why not you? <laughs> the only way you can be the teacher for here is have to go through the experience of getting being knocked down. Now, once you understand that he, he will have you knocked down, but he got it written in proper, um, I, I got to bring that verse out. Let me bring Mother, 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 he in to the broadcast. I think I got to bring that verse out. Um, so let me bring mother in. So I understand one thing, but, but you're going to have to go through all this to get you where you want to get you. Mm-hmm. So when you meet mother, mother out, of, out of Camp One, mother, he, mother, see, mother, see of Israel. See, we all see. We always we always fired up to come and take care of y'all for our business because we know what the outcome of this thing is, and because we can see through the page of this book what we got to do. And those that want to get in, what they fit in, whatever, whatever you find yourself comfortable doing, whether it's behind the curtain, in the curtain, or in front of the curtain. Do whatever Yahweh tell you to do, and I bet you your blessing will come in him. And we finally read that in Sarat chapter 2 and 12. Maybe, but maybe not. But I'm saying something. Do not labor in vain when you step out of Yahweh. I know, you know, the land is there. Land, school, and banquet hall. We must understand that our Offspring need a place to come and learn something. They need to learn about their mental mindset. They need to learn about their body. They need to learn about how to respect one another according to the Bible. We have to raise Yahweh men for Yahweh women. But that has to happen once the school comes up. And now we're getting the teachers in place before the school goes up, and that's what these programs about, getting the teachers prepared to meet them wherever they are, and now we're making a little shift because we got health problems that we got to show what the Bible saying about these health problems. So now, Mother Eve tried to y'all got to do this. Y'all probably get there to see right. Yeah, well, let's just see Israel and see right. Hallelujah, y'all yeah, well, then, mother. Now, my mother, they got a verse in Proverbs. No. See, they got a verse in Proverbs 24, mother. Can you help the national audience out and, make, and get those fears get happy, too, about something that's written in Proverbs 24, verse 16? Hey, hey, mother, what is written that we can read in Proverbs 24, verse 16? The book of Proverbs, chapter 24, verse 16. Proverbs 24, verse 16. Read. For a just man falls seven times and rises up again, but the wicked shall fall into misdeed. He said, but the wicked going to fall into mischief. But a just man is going to be, listen, if you 
you're a deaf man or a woman, Yahweh is going to hit you in the mouth. You're going to fall. But Yahweh got it right there written, but you understand, remain deaf, he'll get you back on your feet. But he got to knock you down because how you going to be able to tell others that they can make it if he don't knock you down? So he's going to start from the top and knock you down, knock you down on your knees. Now it's up to you to come back to be able to explain exactly mentally, physically, way to get back on your feet. He's going to knock you down. But guess what? He got the power to get you back up. And that's what we're talking about. So now, um, but, but the, what would you say about the wicked again, mother? What about the wicked? Uh, yeah. the, last line, the last line about the wicked, read that last line, the wicked what? Okay. A wicked shall fall into mischief. Mystic. So the wicked, see, understand the wicked is going to fall into mischief. Never forget that. The wicked is going to fall into mischief. Now, Mother, preach up that and, and understand that sometimes you might scratch your head about the wicked. But he got it written in Isaiah 26. We're going to get a precept on that, mother. In Isaiah 26, verse 10, what can we read that he told a seer about the wicked? We found out the death man going to be knocked down. But I'm going to get him back up. But the wicked will fall into mischief. Now, okay, good. But then he told Isaiah of something. In 26 verse 10, mother, what do you say about the wicked in 26 verse 10 about Isaiah? Mother, what do you say? Isaiah chapter 26 verse 10. Verse 10 reads, When the prince of Judah heard these things, then they came up. Hold on. Look at 2016, real captain. We got a lot of time, mother. We ain't waiting in no big hurry. Look at Isaiah 2016, real captain. And just a little to knock y'all blow in Isaiah 26, verse number two. Look at it real captain, mother, and do your part. Come on. Book of Isaiah, chapter 26, verse 10. Yes, Abel, he told to do it. Yet will he not learn. Righteousness in the land of upright, uprightness, will he deal unjust, and will not behold in the just of the Yahweh. You see that? You, see, you, you can show favor to the wicked. You can do whatever. You can do go go out your way with the wicked, but he's still gonna figure out a way to cut you short. So keep that in your mind. I don't care what the wicked do, and we're talking about wicked, we're not talking about the individual, we're talking about a whole nation that have that gene inside yeah, of them. They got the gene inside of them now. So we're not talking about an individual. We talk to Yahweh deals with nations. So he said that wicked gene is in the wicked. 
you might catch a couple of individuals might do some great things for you. Okay, fine. But as a whole of a nation, they're going to deliver you up. As a nation, you might, you know, run across, like I love to tell my story about me having a black child once upon a time ago. And, hey, you need your help? Yeah, I'm in bad shape. If, uh, I got the stuff to help you get the tie off and, and okay, good. So I'm, I'm looking for them to stick me up big time anyway. He said, as a matter of fact, it's a, it's a gas station right over there, and I'll check you in. we get the tie, see get the tie fixed or whatever. So he told me when to check the tie, got it fixed and everything, and helped me put it back on. And I said, uh, how much you owe you, sir? You've done a great job with me. He said, no, you don't owe me nothing. I just thought I'd do a good thing. So what I'm supposed to do now, ignore this Bible because one individual or two or three, four, five helped me out. I might have a partner that's of, of another nation. I still remember one thing what it said in Deuteronomy 8.3. Man live by every word of Yahweh. I might have those of another nation sit around a committee board with me. Do I ignore what the Bible says because that person has to have a nice spirit on them and mean well? No. I still got to remember what the Bible is saying. And that's what we're coming back now with mm-hmm. young minds on what the Bible is saying. Now, come on back, young mind, in that, um, in that verse. And Elder, I want you to verse off the young mind. Looking up, he's going to be looking up and identifying after we do a little reading. He's going to be identifying on his smartphone about the origin and who made the chicken and who made the cow. But if we but we will lay some foundation down first. But we want to go back to the young line and bring out that verse in eleven, what what it uh devil on and what happened and what verse let's talk about it here, young line. Come on, one more time. I'm uh, reading the testament of Zebulon, chapter two. Verse 11 reads. I, I got a question for you, young man. Hey, young man, I got a, who is Zebulon anyway? Of course, uh, who is Zebulon anyway? Can you um, help me out there, young man? Brother, I got to run back to Exodus chapter 1 and tell me who Zebulon is. Exodus chapter 1. Yeah, why? And let's read down until we find his name. He put a, put a, you know, we, we got to remember, the national audience got to be uplifted and understand. So we got to make sure we don't just say a name on the table without doing a little little work with it. We found well who is Zebulon? Go to Exodus chapter one. Let's read it down so we find his name. Come on. Alright, the book of Exodus, chapter one. Verse one reads Now these are the names of the children of Israel when they came into Egypt. Man of bondage, every man in his household came with Israel. Verse 2, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah, Ishakar, Zebulon. So, so who is Zebulon now? According to um, Exodus chapter 1 that you read now, then who is Zebulon? Who is Zebulon for? Israel. Israel. 
whose name was once was Jacob. So, um, uh, Sister Judith, help those see out uh, and let's find the prophecy, the prophecy of Zebulon. We want to find out, we want to, we want to run his resume now, Sister Judith. And in the book of Numbers, chapter 9, 1 and 2, let's find out about this guy right here. Let's see what the seer says about him. Uh, 9, 1 and 2, what is that, Sister Judith? Numbers chapter nine verses one and two. There's one reason in the young Hold on, hold on. I mean Isaiah nine one two. Thank you that young line for say no see out. Make that Isaiah nine one two. Thank you that young line. Isaiah chapter nine verses one and two. Verse one reads never nevertheless the dimness shall not be such as one in her okay, vex, vexation. When at the first he lightly afflicted the land of Zebulon and the land of Natalie, and, and afterward did more grievously afflicted her by the way of the sea beyond Jordan in Galilee of the nation. Gentile is a polluted word for nation. 
Because all the word gender now means, it don't mean no nationality. What it means is really a nation. So, but they use the word Gentile, and now they don't come up with the Christian church and came up with a, that means uh, such a thing. But all that means is nation. But when you break, when you break away from Yahweh, you become a Gentile. So Naphtali and Zebulon broke away from Yahweh, and they became Gentile. Gentile and nation is interchangeable. You got to know how to use the word. You got to know how to apply the, the proper medicine for the word Gentile because the only means, according to you precept your Bible, in the book of Isaiah 912, it only means the nation. And what nation you talking about, in this case, you're talking about Israel. So now, what, what about Zebulon and Naphtali in verse 16? What about them that, that were spotted by Yahweh putting the eyeballs on in verse 16. Verse 16 reads, The people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, light is sprung up. Verse yeah, 17 reads, Hold on a minute, hold on a minute. So these people that sit in darkness is called Zebulon, Naphtali, in verse 15, and they are tribes of Israel, but they are broke away from the covenant. So Yahweh came to put these Gentile nations back on the right track. So he looked them eyeball to eyeball when he got to look at them eyeball to eyeball. Let's see what he told them they got to do in verse 17. What did he tell them they got to do in verse 17? What? Verse 17 reads, From that time Yahweh the Son began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Uh -huh. So he told them, he, he started preaching. This case means teach. He started teaching them the first thing you got to do is repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, who in the Bible, Elder, that we can read that is not going to repent? Going to take their hand all the way in. In Hebrews chapter 12, 16 and 17, can you help the national audience out? But be clear, because when, when a young man starts reading what he reads, then we be, it's a nation in the Bible that is not going to repent. Brother, the kingdom of Yahweh is at hand, and we're going to find out what is the name of this nation that is not going to repent. They're going to take their wickedness all the way in. They're going to be on that slippery slide all the way in. And we're going to find out who that nation is that we can read by going to Hebrews chapter 12, 16 and 17. So they'll take your time and let the national audience hear who is this nation that is not going to repent, whether the kingdom of heaven is at hand or not. Come on. Come on here. Mr. Till, Hebrews chapter 12, verses 16 and 17. 16 says, Least there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. 
17. Well, you know now that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. Luke chapter 4, verse 4, Mother, what did he say? 
book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 4. Book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 4, read. Luke, chapter 4, verse 4. And Yahweh answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread only, but by every word of Yahweh. So we clear that it's written on both sides of the book, man live by every word of Yahweh. So that's what man live by. So when you sit down and you and the class starts, regardless about who did what to who, but the Bible gonna stand all in the middle. The Bible gonna stand in the Bible is right. So man live by every word and and we read the elder read in 12th chapter, verse 16, 17, Esau and his five sons is not going to repent, but they're going to cry up a storm, but they're going to take their hand in. They're going to take their thing in all the way, although you or somebody might be married to another nation. But the Bible is right. That don't change the, the Bible. As a nation, see? So now when the elder Mr. Tim's read Deuteronomy 4, 1, and 2, listen to what he told the children of Israel that elder Mr. Tim get ready to read. What did he read, elder? In the book of Deuteronomy, looking at um, verse 1 and 2, Deuteronomy chapter 4, reading verse number 1, it says, now therefore hearken unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you, for to do them that ye may live, and go in and possess the land which the Yahweh of your fathers giveth you. Two, ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither ye shall diminish aught from it, that ye may keep the commandments of your instructions of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, which I command you. Mm-hmm. So you see, he said, he said now, and now when you precept that to Proverbs there, Elder, verse 5 and 6, the wisest man in the world, he pulled that verse. Solomon is the wisest man in the world, he pulled that verse in 30, verse 5 and 6. Let's see what he said in 30, verse 5 and 6, Elder. Proverbs 30, verse 5 and 6. He's going to pull that Deuteronomy 4, 1, 2, so he ain't got to use the name of the subject matter he's talking to. So, because you already can find the subject matter was to the 12 tribes of Israel, not to do so. So, we'll read Proverbs 30, verse 5 and 6. What is that, else? In the book of Proverbs, chapter 30, reading verse 5 and verse number 6, 5 says, Every word of Yahweh is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Six, add not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou should be found a liar. So you, it told you to his word, he's going to reprove you, and you're going to be found to what? What, what should be found, Elder? To be a what? Going to be found a liar. You'll be found to life. 
But now we're going to see if we catch a couple of, couple of liars out around here. We're going to see if we catch some lies. See, remember, if you add to it words, if you add to it creation, you're doing too much. And when you find out that you are done wrong, we know the gene pool in you of some nations is not going to repent. And, and when David was found out fine at Bathsheba and uh, seeing her bathed down there and all that good stuff, but he repented to Yahweh. He had the repentance gene in him. See, you got to have a repentance gene in you if you know you wrong. You don't have all oh, Yahweh. Forgive me. Have mercy on me, oh Yahweh. Children of Israel have done it a lot of time. They cried to Yahweh. But you got a nation of people, it's not going to do that. And that's just the way it is. Like, the other nation knows the Sabbath day is sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. But they still going to keep Sunday first day of the week. See? And you and you look right at it is wrong to be gone to worship him on Sunday, which is the first day of the week. But the powers of be gonna continue to do it. You see? And you're gonna continue to follow the powers of be. So you can get the reward of the the wicked. Now now Adam, I'm gonna be I'm gonna beat it just a little bit more. Let's go to Genesis chapter one, verse number. I want to beat this. See, I want to beat this just a little bit more. Cause when I when I go eyeball, I mean eyeball, eyeball the young line. We gonna take care of some business, but I'm gonna lay a little more foundation for you to be clear about. We lay a little more foundation. Let's go to uh, Genesis chapter one, Elder, and look down at verse twelve and tell. Tell the national audience what the verse twelve said. One verse twelve. What does it say? In the book of Genesis, chapter one, reading verse number twelve says, And the earth brought forth grass, and the herb yielding seed after its kind, and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind, after his kind. And Yahweh saw that it was good. Ain't that something? So Yahweh said, the earth brought forth grass and herbs yielding seed. Listen, you say herbs that yielding seed after its kind. And everything was after these kind. See, everything was after its kind. He said, that's good. So he wants everything to understand one thing. Everything is good after its kind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's kind. So you got why it's the one laid it out. So who best know what's good and what he said good is everything after his kind. That's big talk of jail. So and he said it was good. And he saw that he was good. So long as you're doing your kind, it's good in the eyes of Yahweh. 
So when you get out of your kind and you think somebody else, if the grass is green on the side, remember, you out of Yahweh's good. Verse 18, else. Book of Genesis chapter 1, reading verse number 18. 18 says, And to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And Yahweh saw that it was good. And Yahweh saw it was what? He saw it was good. He saw it was good. Yahweh saw that was good. See, you see what you see what Yahweh doing? He let you know what he saw from his father's book. That's the son doing all that. Everything was good. Everything after it's kind and it's good. See, it's good. After you're kind and it's good. Okay, good. Verse 21. Verse number 21 says, And the Yaquar created wills, and every living creature that moved, which in the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And Yaquar saw that it was good. And Yaquar saw that it was good. So you see, so the day of the death. There goes Yahweh making the creation of animals created. And he looked at the animals that his father had showed him in that book. And he, he followed his father's will. He found that it, it was good. It was good. What did verse 25 say? Verse 25. Verse 25 says, And Yahweh made the beasts of the earth after its kind, and the cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And Yahweh saw that it was good. Yahweh saw it was good. You see, so Yahweh saw that that was good too. Verse 31. Verse 31 says, And Yahweh saw everything that he made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Now, wait a minute. Now, you'll drop the bombshell on the national audience now. Read again, verse 31 again. Now, you just dropped the bombshell on, on the national audience over 900,000 strong on the international side. You hear that, Sister BXJ Israel? He just dropped the bombshell in verse 31. Now, we're going to look at it. we hear verse one more time. One more again in 31. What it says in 31 else? 31 says, And Yahweh saw everything that he made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Everything he made was good. Now you see that? Everything that he made was good. So he's telling you, if you want to know what's good, it's everything that he made. You got it? So we found out he everything that he made was good. There you go. So we know the the whales and the fish family, all that stuff like that. So so everything Yahweh made was good. Now come on back, y'all lines. Now, y'all lines, let's uh let's check some things out. So now we're gonna lay the foundation, y'all line and grand style. 
Now let's go back. Now, now if everybody hold it, now you see what? And Yahweh tell you, don't add nothing to his word. Don't take nothing away. Because everything he made was good. So that means he let you know what he made was good. If anybody else made anything, it's not good. Yeah. What he made was good. He said, don't add to his word. Don't add to his creation. Huh? Because he said what he had made was good. He got direct orders from his father in Revelation chapter 5, which we're not going to read. Now we're going back to um, your mind again. Now bring that verse out again and about Zebulon again. Let's talk about Zebulon. Now we know who Zebulon is. The nationalists understand Zebulon is one of the members of the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, y'all mind bring that verse out again, that verse 11. All right, we're reading the Testament of Zebulon, chapter 2, verse 11 reads, Wherefore also, Yahweh satisfied me with the abundance of fish, when catching fish, for he that stared with his neighbor received manifold more from Yahweh. Uh-huh. So Yahweh satisfied him with fish. So that means fish is what? So what do fish upon the category is what? What the hell is It's good. So fish is good. Because Yahweh is the one that made the fish. That's good. Now we're going to St. John 17 there, young man. We're going to take a look at something. Now Yahweh only operates in good. Yahweh only operates in good. Let's go to 21. Make it 21. Thank you, that young man. We're going to 21st chapter of St. John. So, so Yahweh only operates in what's good. Now let's be going to 21st chapter. And let's see what's going on in verse 21, verse 10. Let's just find out what's going on. Let's read a bit. 21, verse 10 to 12. John chapter 21, verse 10 reads, Yahweh the Son said unto them, Bring of the fish which you have now caught. Verse 11. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of great fish, 150 and three. And for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. Verse 12. Yahweh the Son said unto them, Come and die. And none of the disciples durst ask him, Who are you? Knowing that it was Yahweh. Read verse 9 there. Y'all just make it down verse 9. John chapter 21, verse 9. As soon when they, as soon then as they, will come to land. 
they saw a fire of cold death. A fish laid therein and bread. <laughs> so Yahweh was growing. He was growing some fish, wasn't he? was growing in the fish. Because the fish is good. So
and, and what and what you doing to go on your phone and find out the origin and who made the chicken? Let's get your Jacques hand in the chicken. Come on. All right. We look at that uh, the origin the origin of the chicken. Okay, I got one topic says, where did the chicken originate? Where did the chicken originate? And it reads, the chicken is a descendant of the Southeast Asian red jungle fowl first domesticated in India around 2000 BC. Most of the bird raised from meat in America today are from the Cornish a British breed, and the White Rock, a breed developed in New England. Oh, that ain't the one. Wait a minute. Oh, I don't see Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, y'all lying. Who you said the chicken originated from where and who done the breeding? And who breed the chicken? Wait a minute. I mean, you dropped another bombshell. Are you lying? I mean, I mean, you got to come bolder with that now and uh, bring that again. Who? Who, where did the chicken originate from? I mean, because we know whatever Yaqua made, it was good. So where did the chicken originate from again? Take your time, now, online. Remember the elder watching you pick. I mean, he bird dog here with, with a humping puffer in it. So where did the chicken come from again, young man? Read again. More boldly. All right. Where did chicken originate? Knowledge article reads, The chicken is a descendant of the Southeast Asia, red jungle fowl, first demarcated in India around 2000 B.C. Most of the birds raised for meat in America today are from the Cornish, a British breed, and the White Rock, a breed developed in New England, You mean the chicken, you mean the chicken is from what again? A young man? I mean, I want you to hear this. And I want Mother D of Israel and Mother and Mother E and Mother Z listen real carefully. Where did chicken come from again? Where did chicken originate? Knowledge article. The chicken is a descendant of the South East Asian red jungle fowl first domesticated in India around 2000 BC. Most of the birds raised for meat in America today are from the Cornish, a British breed, a white wasp, a breed developed in New England. Oh, so. Great Britain is the one that taken, it was already going on in India, on a certain bird that was in India, and that bird was crossbreed with another bird, and that bird was, and that bird was brought to Great Britain, and out of that, they formed the chicken. Now, give me a second winner there, young lion. Give me a second winner, and we'll go to the elder and see can he add something to it, or will he just say hallelujah? Well, 
Now where you, now you got a second uh, breed on that chicken again. You got a, a second breed. Then we go into the cow. Let's go back. To, do you have a second breed on on the chicken now? Uh, uh, you want to go from there to the cow. Which one you want to go to next? There. You got something else on the on the. You said you had two articles on the chicken. That's one was excellent. Do you got to know in your line? Okay. I'm, I'm, it says who made the chicken. I'm reading out the article. Uh, U U W Madison. It calls origin and history of the chicken livestock. Origin and history of the chicken livestock. And it reads: Most scientists agree that the Southeast Asia red jungle fowl is primarily wild ancestor of chickens. However, because DNA studies showed that the red jungle fowl lacked the gene of yellow skin and Chenek, it is to believe that at some point hybridization, yeah, hybridization with the great jungle fowl of India has occurred. The body structure of the Indian game bird Cornish and of the Bahamas, Bahamas of China gives physical evidence of great jungle fowl influence. The tail carriage of the breed, uh, Samaria, I mean, Sumatra, indicates genetic contributions of the Sri Lanka jungle fowl. No doubt, the green jungle fowl has also contributed to modern chicken. The Mm. classification of the day. That's good enough. That's excellent. That's excellent, young line. So that that chicken is a, is is cross breeding some things that Great Britain got from India. So that chicken been is something that was cross breeded, and then when Great Britain got over there, they just take taking it, and then they got to working it over and come up with the chicken. So the chicken got its origin, and 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 we don't see no yakwa in it at all on the chicken. So he said everything that Yahweh made was good. So if Yahweh did not make the chicken, and now, now, so if Yahweh didn't make the chicken, and we found out how the chicken was made, but Yahweh said everything he made was good. So that means chicken is uh, the opposite of good so far. Now how about the cow? Then we go on to the elder. And see, will he say hallelujah, Allah, or will he bring more to what the young lion was saying that he brought up? Will he add more to it, or will he uh, just say hallelujah, Allah? We'll find out in a minute. What about the cows? What about the cows there, young lion? Let's, let's, let's see what what is the origin of the cow. Let's see who hand in the cow, because everything Yahweh made was good. We read that. When we all read 131, whatever Yahweh made was good. So whatever man's hand in it is not good. <laughs> it's not good for you. So is, 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 that, is that a fair statement, Mother E? Whatever Yahweh made is good. So whatever man made is not good for us. Is that, is, is that, does that sound pretty good, Mother E? Mother e? 
talking to Hill on the telephone. Somebody hemming him up right now. Give me that 131 of Genesis. The book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 31. And Yahweh saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening stop and the morning. Stop it. Stop it there. Stop it there. All I want is what Yahweh made, it was what, mother? Very good. So whatever he made was very good. So what man made, is, is that also very good or what? What's the opposite of good?
to put chicken and cow in the mouth. Man made the chicken. Man made the cow. So he said, you got to make a difference between the beast you put in your mouth and you don't put in your mouth. We just found out the origin of the chicken and the cow was made by man. And everywhere we go, on every block, every main block, what do we see? We see the chicken and the cow always ready, ready for us. And we find out the chicken and the cow is what the children of Israel, if they're not to put in their mouth. And everywhere we go, we see the chicken and the cow that was made by man. The chicken and the cow is not good for the children of Israel. Now, maybe the other nations can knock it out real good. Because, but, but Yahweh told the children of Israel, everything that he made was good. And he thought it was good. And now we're going to find out soundly that Yahweh did not make the chicken. He did not make the cow. So if he didn't make the chicken or the cow, then who made it? Then what was the purpose behind it? Now, mother, we'll get a precept verse, mother. And we're going to see who hand is in it, mother. You let the Bible tell it now, mother. We're going to the sixth. We're going to Genesis, I mean, St. John chapter 6. Now, we let the Bible say, tell you exactly about the chicken and the cow. What we have found out about the chicken and the cow is Yahweh's hand is not in it. We're going to find out exactly about the chicken and the cow in the Bible, mother. We're going to St. John, mother. And we're going to read what it says in St. John. Look at what he says, um, and St. John 6, mother, look what he says that we can read. Uh, what he say that we can read, mother? We're going to get a verse that we can read. St. John chapter 6. And what do we say? I'm all over the place, mother. I'm trying to, I'm trying to deliver the knockout blow, mother. And, and um, I'm looking right at the verse, and maybe with that WCC, well, see, uh, going to going to chapter eight. Well, you're right. It is chapter eight. WCC said, "Go to chapter eight and deliver the knockout blow." What does WCC say? Go on to chapter eight and deliver the knockout blow. You, you're right. So we go on. We go on to um, St. John chapter eight, mother. And we're going to be going for the knockout blow according to WCC. Let's see what he says that we can read. And he's going to say something in verse 43. What is he saying in 43? St. John chapter 8, verse 43. St. John chapter 8, verse 43 reads, Why do you not understand? 
my speech, even because you cannot hear my words. You, 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 know, you know, a lot of mother is, is not going to understand our speech and they don't want to hear our words. But we're going to talk about this chicken and the cow. Now, my mother just, um, you know, just grab back and get the microphone and let's talk about the chicken and the cow right now. Chicken and the cow, mother, come on, verse 44. Verse 44. You are of your father, the devil. And the lust of your father you would do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and a boy not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. <laughs> you, hey, mother. Oh. He says in verse 131, he says, everything he made and he saw was good. So who made the cow and the chicken according to the one line in verse 44? Who gave him the idea to do it in verse 44? Okay. Verse 44. Uh, The devil. Read Read what it say. You, ye? You, you are of your father, the devil. You are of your father, the devil. When you, when, when the Satan put in your mind to go against Yahweh's creation, and he had the people to go and pull out a bird out of a bird. He went out and take another couple wild animals and pull out a cow. So when you eat chicken or cow with the knowledge you know now, you eat the devil's meat. Chicken and cow is of the devil's meat, according to scripture. So you look in your refrigerator, when you see chicken and cow, you got the devil's meat in your refrigerator. Chicken and cow is of the devil. Because Yahweh said whatever he made was good. He did not make chicken. He did not make cow. So if you got chicken and cow in your refrigerator, in your freezer, you got the devil's meat in your refrigerator. Chicken and cow. Now, you just heard it for yourself on page 61. Because Yahweh said what? He laid it out and told his field to instruct his people. And what is, hey, in your mind, what it says in Surah 10 1? Let's go to Surah 10 1. So now, yes, sir. Listen on the camera. And one thing. The reason why we're in bad condition today because of what we intake in our body. We are the mm-hmm. biggest chicken and cow eating people, and we drink cow milk. So now, when you go and buy your babies the gallon of cow milk, understand you feeding the babies the devil milk. When you eat the cow, eat the devil's milk. When you eat the chicken, you eat the the devil's milk because it was not made by the mighty one. 
And that's why you see on every block, either you got a chicken place and you got a cow place. Both places is of the devil because Yahweh's hand is not in it. He told you to make a difference of what goes in your mouth, what you eat and don't eat. Make a difference in 1147. He was talking to the children of Israel. That's the reason why today we're the most sickest people on the planet. Because we are, we consume more chicken and more cow than anybody. And you eat the devil's meat. And that's the reason we got high blood pressure, all type of cancer diseases, diabetes, high blood pressure. We got all these diseases in our body because we never understood what Yahweh told us, and that's why they call you African American Negro in color. Because the children of Israel was forbidden anything that was made by man's hand. And he was told to instruct his people. My favorite reader, uh, young Linus read that 10 verse 1. Let, let's see what the Bible says in the rock, 10 1. What does it say What does it say in 10 1? All right. Continue. Let us see it be brought back in. Shorak, Verse 23. 
a wise man instruct his people, and and the fruit of, and the fruit of his understanding fails not. So in this case, a wise seer will instruct his people. So you, we instructed you now that we have soundly proven soundly that kicking and the cow is not from Yahweh. He told you you got to make a difference with what goes in your mouth. And the reason why our loved ones, mothers, fathers, past friends, is so sickly because they um, they um, finally got off the majority of the hogs that you find out in the video because you will eat that milk neither, period. So you find out that the chicken and the cow is a product of saving the devil. So when you go out there and let your grandbabies go to the school and they give them cow's milk, they give them cow's milk, the cow's milk is for the calf of the cow. And now you don't find out the chicken and the cow from Satan the devil that he put in the people to go over there and crossbreed some animals and come up with a chicken cross-breeded some more big animals and come up with a cow. Satan put that in their mind. Quite already laid out in Deuteronomy 4, 1 and 2 and Proverbs 5 and 6. Don't add nothing to my creation or don't take none away. Whatever I made was good. And we found out that he made the fish and he cooked the fish all the fish and everybody ate it, so the fish is good, not chicken, not cow. It's not made from yakwa. Now I'm gonna go back to the hill one more time and see if he off the telephone and see if um is he gonna hallelujah yakwa with the young lion or if he's gonna add anything more to the young lion. The young lion went on on that one out thing telephone and come up with. The chicken and the cow was made by man. Then brought to Great Britain, and then that's how it got off into the miracle and China and everywhere else. So, Elder Mr. Till, you want to hallelujah or add anything more to it? Come on. But you got it, Elder? But then, WCC. Well, the elder, we gonna mute him. No, okay. <laughs> All right. So do you see, you see what you find out on the way to find out something. So you see, sticking on the camp. The reason why we such a bad shaped people because we would not follow what Yahweh have gave us. So now. Now let's see if we can go back and find the young line again. See if he's ready to, uh, you know, get back working on some things. Let's see if we can find the young line again. Now, now young line, we want to go. We left off a of verse last night in Second Ezra chapter eight, verse forty to forty-one. Young line. We left off a of verse last night in 
So we'll find out county that um well mother, I don't know what's going on, mother. I think a whole lot of things going on now, I don't know. You must be chuck them up, mother. I don't know. You must be chuck them um, up. Um, so, uh, uh, see, see, yeah. uh, I'm using uh, Sister Judah's phone. About okay, the title. I'll do y'all All right, I got you. I got you. All right. So now, young man, um, we finally um find out that now when we um with the knowledge we know, and we found out in Genesis one thirty one, whatever Yahweh made was good. So, so your mind, again, if Yahweh said everything he made was good, but he didn't make the chicken or the cow, so what does that make the chicken and the cow since Yahweh did not make it in your mind? What, what, what is your intake on about the chicken and the cow since we found out that Yahweh did not make it and everything he made was good and he said, don't add to his creation. So, so what? So what? We got. What do you think about the chicken and the cow now? That young lion, come on. The chicken and the cow is Satan's diet. That's Satan's meat. So now we clear that the chicken and the cow is Satan's meat. Now, let's go to Deuteronomy twenty-four. That young lion. So I, I, I know, I know it's tough. So you got to look in your refrigerator. You got to look. You got to look at it as is. I mean, see, our job is to tell you what the Bible says. And the Bible is saying that the reason why the children of Israel have so many problems in their body because they're eating the devil's meat. The devil's meat is chicken and cow. Now, look what he says in the twenty-third chapter of Deuteronomy. Let's see what he says on this 23, and we'll pick it up at verse number 2, down to verse number 6. This is good now. Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 2, down to verse number 6. What does it say? The online brother type, come on with the A game, come on. Right. The fifth book of the law, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 23, verse 2 to verse 6. Deuteronomy, chapter 23, verse 2 reads, A bastard shall not enter to the congregation of Yahweh, even to this tenth generation. She not enter to the congregation of Yahweh. Verse 3, An Amorite or Moabite shall not enter to the congregation of Yahweh, even to their tenth generation. Should they not enter to the congregation of Yahweh forever? Well, hold that point. Hold that point. Hold that point for, for, for the national audience. Who is the Amorite and the Moabite today, young man? The Amorite is the Japanese people. The Moabite is the Chinese people. China man. Okay, China man. Okay. Now, what it say about this? Let's, let's keep reading verse 4 down to verse 6. Listen good there, uh, uh, Sister B.F.J. Israel. This is real capital. 4 down to verse 6. 
Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 4 to verse 6. Deuteronomy 23, verse 4 reads, Because they met you not with bread and with water in the way when you came forth out of Egypt, land of bondage, and because they hired against you Balaam, the son of Beor, of Pathor, of Mesopotamia, to curse you. Verse 5. Nevertheless, Yahweh, your Yahweh, will not hearken unto Balaam, for Yahweh, your Yahweh, turned the curse into a blessing unto you, because Yahweh, your Yahweh, love you. Verse 6. You should not seek their peace, nor their prosperity, all your days, forever. Who is he talking about in uh, verse 3? If you don't seek their prosperity, or their peace, forever. Who is he talking about in verse 3? Verse 3. Romans 23, verse 3. An Amorite, or a Moabite. Uh, Amorite or Moabite. And, and who are the Amorite and Moabite today? The Amorite. Japanese, Japan man, Moabite, the Chinese people, China man. So the children of Israel do not supposed to seek their prosperity or their peace. So we don't supposed to be eating no their prosperity if they uh stores they have to sell you they meat. So all yeah, the meat you eat from and Japan, he said, you're not supposed to be touching nothing they got because they haven't repented on what they did back in the day. So now when you go out there and order you some Chinese food, remember, it's a violation from Yahqua. So the Chinese food is a violation to not to put in your mouth or the Japanese food to not to put in your mouth, neither the chicken, neither the cow. It's a violation to Yahweh. So look, look, look what you got. Chinese food is not for you to seek their peace or their prosperity. When they open a store up in your neighborhood, you're supposed to pay it no never mind. Because you know you are a member of the children of Israel and you not to eat Chinese food, Japanese food. And now you know you not to eat chicken or cow, it is the devil's meat that he put it in the mind of the crossbreeders to bring out the chicken and bring out the cow. Yahweh did not make the chicken. He did not make the cow. The reason why the majority of the children of Israel got high blood pressure, diabetes, sugar, all these diseases, from eating hog, from eating that pig, and eating chicken and cow meat and drinking cow milk. That is the reason why we're the most sickest people on the planet. Do you got it? That's why we sick today. But now y'all probably going to tell us a little bit more now. Now let's go uh, mother, mother eat, and young lion have Daniel chapter 1, verse 8, down 15. But Mother Eve, have me first Maccabees, Mother. Have me first Maccabees, chapter 1, 
verse 62 down to verse 64, Mother, Mother Eve. First Maccabees chapter 1, verse 62 down to verse 64. What does that have, Mother Eve? Okay, 62 to. First Maccabees chapter one, verse sixty-two down to verse sixty-four. What does that have, Mother? Okay. First Maccabees chapter one, verse sixty-two to sixty-four. First Maccabees chapter one, verse sixty-two to sixty-four. Mm-hmm. Let's make me chapter 1, verse 62. I be it. And I be it. Many in Israel were full, resolved, and confirmed in themselves not to eat any unclean thing. 63. Wherefore, they chose rather to die that they might not be defiled with meat and that they might not profane the righteous covenant. So then they died. And there was very great wrath upon the Israel. Because they chose, they chose not to eat what, mother? What they chose not to eat, mother? They'd rather they die than eat it. What is, what is in that verse they chose not to eat? Okay. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. What they chose not to eat, mother, that we can read? They'd rather die than eat it. Uh-huh. Eat unclean thing. Okay, so they, they chose not to eat any unclean thing. They'd rather die than eat any unclean thing, right, Mother? Right. Is that, is, is that what it, is that, so they, they made a stand, huh, Mother? Right. They'd rather die than eat unclean things. But, but everything Yahweh made according to 131 was good, right, Mother? The cow and the chicken. 
Yeah, I fly. Hey, that's not. You mean this Bible is, is telling that mother, they rather, before they eat a cow and a chicken, they rather do what, mother? Yeah. You mean that's in, that's in, that's in, the, that's in the Bible? Right. But, but, but right now we, in our refrigerators and, and wherever block we go to, all we see is chicken and cow restaurant. Is that right, mother? <laughs> and, 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 and who blocks up in there, mother, by the grove? Israel. One of you call African American Negro the most sickest people on the planet. Wonder why they got diabetes, sugar, and everything else. They got all these diseases because they violate what Yahweh said. What he made is good. What man made is of the devil. And you become a children of the devil. Once you understand that Yahweh did not make the chicken or the cow. So the next time you put chicken and cow in your mouth, knowing that you're eating the devil's meat. So now you're clear about it. Now, mother, look before young lion take over. Let's get let's let's do it. Let's get, get a verse. In Second Maccabees chapter five, verse twenty-seven. Let's get up and let's listen real good at this night read. Second Maccabees five seven. What do five twenty-seven say? The book of Second Maccabees chapter five, verse twenty-seven reads. But Judas Maccabees was nine others. Uh, about or there bought with withdraw himself into their wilderness and lived in the mountain after the manner of beasts with his companions who fed on herbs continued that they to be partakers of the pollution. You see, they won't be part of the pollution, mother. They won't be part of the pollution. So they fled to the wilderness and they ate like beasts. Because the beasts know that what was written, the beasts know what he's supposed to eat. So we ain't got much sense as a beast. So what do the beasts know, mother, that they supposed to do? And 104, verse 14. What do the beasts know what they're supposed to do? And this man, the children of Israel, he ain't got much sense. Beasts got more sense than the children of Israel got. The one you call African American and Negro. Why so? Let's find out what we read in 104, verse 14 of Psalms, mother. Oh, I know the trouble. I know it's a tough lesson of WCC. It's a tough lesson, but mm-hmm. like I said again, it got to be taught. 104 verse 14. The book of Psalms, um, chapter 104, verse 14. Verse 8. He calls Psalms, chapter 104, verse 14. 
He caused the grass to grow for the cattle and herb for the service of man, that he may bring forth food out of the earth. Herb. So herb is for the service of man to bring forth food. So man will be eating what comes out of the ground that brings forth uh, food. Man supposed to eat what comes out of the ground, not the devil's meat that they created called the chicken and the cow. So that's why Judas Maccabees went in the wilderness and it stirred. Because they didn't want to be fired. They wanted to defile themselves with chicken and cow. So they, and hogs. So they went off into the wilderness because they were taken over by Esau and his five sons, and they continued to eat herbs because they knew herbs is do what, mother? They knew herbs was what with the precept and 22 verse 2. What do herbs do for you and Revelation 22 verse 2? What do the herbs do for you Children of Israel and 22 verse 2. The book of Revelation, chapter 22, verse 2. Revelation, chapter 22, verse 2. In the midst of the, of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life which bears twelve manner of fruit and yields her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nation. So what heals the body, mother? So what heals the body when it called the nation? So what heals the body according to that verse, the last line in 22? What heals the body? The leaves of the tree. The leaves of the tree which heals the earth. That's what heals your body. When the doctor cuts you down off of eat just a little bit of chicken and a little bit of cow, he's not doing you no favor. The reason why you business doc cook from eating chicken, cow, and all. He'll tell you, cut back off on chicken, cow, and hogs. Don't eat so much of it. He'll never tell you, by you knowing you are a member of the children of Israel, you not to eat chicken, cow, or hog. That's not good for you, children of Israel. Now, come on, young man. We're going to Daniel chapter 1, verse 8, down to verse 15. Back to your line. What are we reading, young line? Daniel chapter 1, 8 down to verse 15. I'm going to the book of Daniel, chapter 1, verse 8 to verse 15. Daniel chapter 1, verse 8 reads, But Daniel purposed in his mind that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine he drank, therefore. He requested of the prince of the eunuchs, that he might not defile himself. Verse 9, Now Yahweh had brought Daniel unto favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. Verse 10 reads, And the prince of the eunuchs 
said to Daniel, I fear my Yahweh, the king, who have appointed your meat and your drink. For why should you see your faces worse like it than the children which are of your sort? Then should you make me in danger, my head to the king. Verse 11. Then said Daniel to Melchizedek, to Melchizedek, whom the prince of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Verse 12. Prove your servants. I beseech you ten days, and let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. Verse 13. The one. Come on, come on, young man. Verse 13, Verse 13. Verse 15. Yes, sir. Then let our continent be looked upon before you, and the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's meat, as and as you see it, deal with your servants. Verse 14. So he consented to them in this matter and proved them ten days. Verse 15. And at the end of ten days, their continents appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Uh, so we eat the king's meat. You gonna come up? The king's meat is whole. The king's meat is whole. Chicken and cow. That's the king's meat. And when you eat the, yeah, when you eat the king's meat, you're not gonna look as fair as the one that eats the herbs that Yahweh prepared for men. So whenever you is eating the king's meat, don't look to be well. You're not gonna be well. You always gonna have high blood pressure. You always gonna have diabetes problems. You're always going to have all type of ailments in the knees and the back and everything because of what your intake is. When you eat bad food, look for bad things that happen to your body. But we're going to show you in Wednesday night lesson how to repack your body to remove all that out of your body. Remember, Wednesday night lesson will tell you all about the adversity. Be on time at 6 o'clock. We'll be able to tell you exactly what to do to remove all that bad stuff out of your body that you have accumulated for years, how to remove it out of your body. We'll show you all that when. Now, young man, let's go to, let's go to 2 Maccabees chapter 5. Now, we read that already. Let's go to Second Ezra chapter nine verse twenty six. Nine twenty six. Okay, Second Ezra chapter nine verse twenty six. Second Ezra chapter nine verse twenty six. Second Ezra chapter nine verse twenty six reads. So I went my way into the field, which is called Arda, like as he commanded me, 
and there I sat among the flowers, and did eat of the green herbs of the field, and the meat of the same satisfied me. So he had green herbs of meat. He had green herbs for meat. Green herbs is your meat. Green herbs is your meat. That is your, not called to eat, not chicken, not cow. That is not your meat. Every beast is good that Yahweh made. That's why he told you, you got to make a difference between what you put in your mouth. You see, if you find out that he didn't make the animal and you put it in your mouth, then you got all these problems in your body. So meat have caused us to be in the condition we're in now from eating hog, chicken, and cow, and drinking cow milk. That's the reason we're in the condition in the body that we're in today. But we're going to show you how to get out of it. Let's go to Jubilee's chapter 10 now. You know what line? Jubilee's yes, 10, $10 per 14. Jubilee chapter 10, verse 10 down to verse 14. Book of Jubilee chapter 10. Verse 10 to verse 14. Jubilee chapter 10. Verse 10 down all the way to verse 14. Jubilee chapter 10, verse 10. Angel teach Noah's son. Book of Jubilee chapter 10, verse 10 reads. And one of us, he commanded that we should teach Noah all their medicine. For he knew that they would not walk in uprightness, nor strive in righteousness. Verse 11 reads, And we did according to all his words, and all the malignant evil ones. He bowed them in the place of condemnation, and the tenth part of them were left that they might be subject before Satan on the earth. Verse 12 reads, And we explain explain to Noah all the medicines of their diseases together with their seduction, how he might heal them with green herbs of the earth. Verse 13, And Noah wrote down all things... Hold on, 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 Read that verse 12 again for Mother, Mother E, Mother Z, he did real good. Read that verse 12 again, then young lines, don't, don't, don't overjump from a good hit. Verse number 12 again, read it, read it nice and good for that Mother E, Mother Z, he did real good. Verse 12. Book of Jubilee, chapter 10, verse 12. And we explain to Noah all the medicines of their diseases together. With their seduction, how he might heal them with green herbs of the earth. Yeah, Mother and Mother, what heals us? To yourself, those you come in contact, what heals us is green herbs from the earth. Not chicken, cow, because they love to make you a chicken soup. They love to make you chicken soup. What takes them now? You think you got a cold? But take some chicken soup. No, chicken soup is 
not for us. Chicken soup is not for us or the children of Israel. Maybe the other nation eats chicken soup. Chicken, hog, and cow and cow's milk is not for the children of Israel. He told Noah, when your family gets a disease problem, what heals them is the earth of the earth. That's what heals them. And he and then what he do with that book in verse fourteen? Then what he do with that verse in verse fourteen out your line? What he do with the book? The book of Jubilee, chapter ten. Verse 14 reads, And he gave all that he had written to Shem, his eldest son. For he loved him exceedingly above all his sons. You see what he did? He gave all that knowledge to Shem. So he didn't didn't ask the the Indian man. He He didn't get nothing. He gave all the information to Shem. And Shem passed the rest down to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and now it's in your hand. Now you got the information. So I don't know why we always want to run with somebody else, writing up a prescription, and giving us a bunch of pills that they are made up. They are made up. They are made a bottle of pills, and they are guaranteed. And we just found out how you get healed according to Yahweh. You got to have herbs from not something that was made in the laboratory. So they give you all the big old pills, and you got to sit on your dresser. All of them was made by man. And that man is controlled by Satan, the devil. So you see that? Let's go to, um, let's go to, First Chronicles thirty one five on the line. First Chronicles thirty one five, what do you say? Uh, we go to First Chronicles, chapter thirty one, verse five. First Chronicles, chapter thirty one, verse five. First Chronicles, chapter thirty one, verse five. Read. First Chronicles chapter thirty-one. You said First Chronicles chapter thirty-one. We'll make it Second Chronicles thirty-one. Five. Thank you, that mother. All right, Second Chronicles chapter thirty-one. Verse five reads: As soon as the commandment came abroad, the children of Israel brought in the bundle. The first fruit of corn, wine, and oil, and money, and all of the increase of the field, and the tithe of all things brought they in abundantly. Mm-hmm. So they paid the tithe and they brought in the stones. The commandment came. Soon they understand what they're supposed to do. They got busy. They did soon they said, but they didn't, but they didn't bring no hogs. They didn't bring no chicken or cow. What they brought again in Second Chronicles 31, verse 5. Soon as the commandment came, soon the seal read them the record on what they're supposed to do. What they do in 31, verse 5 again, young man? 
Second Chronicles chapter 31, verse 5 reads, And as soon as the commandment came abroad, the children of Israel brought in abundance the first fruits of corn, wine, and oil, and honey, and of all the increase of the field, and the child of the field, of faith and abundance. You see that? Soon they understood what they're supposed to do. They brought the first increase of everything they got their hand on, and they paid their tithe. You see that? See, once you hear up the order of things, if you want Yahweh to intervene, then do it. Yahweh got it ready. As long as you understand what you both be doing, then make adjustments according to the Bible. Now you know in the Bible. You don't need nobody's candy according to the Bible. Now you know you don't need no hog according to the Bible, 11, chapter 5 through 7. Chapter down to verse 9. And no cafe. Now you know, according to the Bible, that the chicken and the cow was made of meat. If it's made of man, I want to put that song in his head was the devil. Just like if we go to the second book of Adam and Eve, what, what was put in the mind of Cain, of Cain see, was to make purple and dye and stuff like that. Purple came from Satan put in the mind of men. Satan put in the mind of men to cross-breed some animals and come up with the chicken and the cow. See? That was Satan did. Just like he did my thing. Let's pull that verse out there, uh, young lion. Pull it out and even show you exactly that Satan get in the mind of men. And Satan got in the minds of men and told them to, to make purple garments. Satan put that in their mind. They're like Satan put in the mind of men to call breed some animals and and some beasts and come up with a cow and chicken. That was that's the hand of Satan. Because Satan understood in the Bible, according to Deuteronomy chapter four, one and two. Don't add nothing, don't take them out of the way. Satan mm-hmm. understood in Proverbs thirty verse five and six, whatever Yahweh said, don't, don't add, no take none away, you found a life. They knew that in Genesis chapter 1, verse 31, everything Yahweh created, he saw was good. He did not create the chicken and the cow. He didn't do it. Satan put in the mind. And Satan got a history of putting things in people's minds. And we'll get the precept of saying put something in somebody's mind. We're going to show you that Satan will get in your mind. And in the book of second book of Adam and Eve, chapter 20, let's look at verse number 12 and 13. Let's see who Satan get in your mind. Listen good, Moses. We're going to see who Satan get in man's mind and make him do some things. We're going to Second book of Adam and Eve, chapter 20, verse 12 and 13. Where's that young line? Second book of Adam and Eve, 
chapter 20, verse 12 and verse 13. Second book, Adam and Eve, chapter 20, verse 12 reads, But when the children of Seth heard the noise, they wondered and came by companies and stood on the top of the mountain to look at those below. And they did thus a whole year. Verse 13, when at the end of that year, Genon saw that they were being worn over to him, little by little, Satan to enter into him and told him to make dyed stuff for garments of diverse pattern and made them and made him understand how to dye crimson and purple and what not. Yeah. So Satan would enter into you and had you to make things that according to Israel. Satan entered into Gnu and made him understand how to dye crimson that's red and purple and whatnot. So that crimson's red and purple is from the work of Satan getting into these men. Right here in second book of Adam and Eve 20, 12, and 13. So now you understand purple and crimson is from Satan the devil that he put in man's head to make it. Read verse 13 again. Make it plain. Let Moses be Moses, here real careful. In 20, verse 13, what it says. Second book, Adam and Eve, chapter 20. Verse 13 reads, When at the end of that year, Genon saw that they were being won over to him little by little, Satan entered to him and told him to make dying stuff for garments of diverse patterns and made him understand how to dye crimson and purple and what not. So you see that? So... So when you, when you have that understanding, you want to kick against it, that's on you. All we can do is go by the Bible. All we can do is go by the Bible. So uh, Mother Mother Eve, what it says in Second Kings, we're going to bring Mother Z in behind this one. What it says in Second Kings chapter 4, verse number 38 to 44 there, Mother. What can we read, Mother, in Second Kings chapter 4? But what can we read? Second Kings chapter eight verse thirty-eight.
and seeds depart for the sons of the seal. 39. And one went out into the field to gather herbs and found a wild vine and gathered that of wild gold, his lap full, and came and shared them served them into shared them into the pot of the pot where they knew them not. So they poured out for the men to eat, and it came to pass, and they were eating of the party, that they cried out and said, O those men of Yahweh, there is death in this in the pot, and they could not eat thereof, but one. But he said, then bring meal, and he cast it into the pot, and he said, Pull out for the people that they may eat, and there was no harm in the pot. Body two. Uh-huh. And there came a man from Bethlehem and brought the men of Yahweh bread of the first two, twenty loaves of barley and and four ears of corn and the husk thereof. And he said, Give unto the people that they may eat. Forty three. And his servant said, What should I set? And his servant said, Should I set? Fifty-four and hundred men. He said again, "Give the people that they may eat." For thus says the Yahweh, "They shall eat and shall leave thereof." For the folk. So he set it before them, and they did eat and left. Thereof, according to the words of the Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, I want you to listen to this real carefully. And let's let's go back. Uh, Young line, read verse thirty-nine and forty. Listen, listen to this real carefully, mother, mother. Listen, listen, listen to this real carefully. That's why you got to make sure you know what everybody's doing. It just don't bring you anything. Because they can be bringing you what we get ready to read. Uh, matter of fact, uh, young line, start back at 38. That's why we got to know what the Bible says. You know, we might have good intentions. Like Auntie Willie May might have good intentions, and Uncle, Uncle uh, Willie Buck might have good intentions, mother. But listen at what's going on. Take your time, that young line, and that mother hit his real carefully in 38. Read 38 again, real careful. All right, 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 38. 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 38, read. And Elisha came again to Gilgal, and there was a dirt in the land, and the sons of the seers were sitting before him. And he said unto his servant, Sit 
on the great pot and seed pottage for the sons of the seeds. Verse 39. Verse 39. And one went out into the field to gather green herbs and found a wild wine and gather of wild guards his lap full and came and stretched them into the pot of pottage. For they knew them not. Verse 40. Okay, good. Hold that hold that hold, hold, hold on, y'all. So they, they went out there and they got, they got some, they got some herbs. They're like, you know, um, like, like, like they were saying in the Christian church. Uh, uh, yeah, we got, we got, we got the, um, the green zone, but we got the ham hock in there to season the green. But we don't eat the, we don't eat the ham hock, but they only in there for the season. The, uh, so the salt meat, we gonna eat the salt meat in the green. We just only got it in it to season the meat. So what they done did, they done brought something in to season the herb. And what they brought in again, a what? And 39, they brought in the what? All right. Verse 39. Wow. It found 39. And one went out into the field to gather green herbs. And found a wild vine, and gathered up a wild, wild, a wild vine. And if you saw the wild vine, yeah, but and gathered there of wild guards, wild now, now, guards. Now, now, now look, well, look up and tell me. You would have better ask. Look up and tell me what is what is this wild guard or uh, guard is? What is this? What is what 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 did they put in into the herb? They put what is this they put in there? What what is this they put in there? They found what they put in there. Okay. Uh the word guards. Yep. Yeah, what is that? They found for the national ordinance say, what is that they put in there? According to the national ordinance they know what they put in there. What was the, what was that in there with the with the herbs? What is this wild I could precept that in, in the book of Jonah, but I, I, I do it some other time. Go ahead. Okay. Guards. Say something about a plant, a buffalo, like a vegetable. Let me see. That was guard. Let me see. Wild guard. G O U R D S. What is that? Okay. A wild guard. It's, it's a wild. It's a fleshly type large fruit with a hard skin. Is a is a um it, it was in uh um uh, daughter what what is it in daughter read it again. A fleshly a fleshly type large fruit with a hard skin. Some uh, varieties are.
we got to make sure we know exactly what's going on. That's where the research is going to come in. And we'll talk about it next uh, Wednesday on end. Exactly what do you what? Um, I want to I get a, 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 a quick precept on that word there, uh, Sister Judith. I need a precept on that word. And let's see. Where can I find that word that I want to precept that word? That word right there. Uh, let's see where I'm, I'm going to the book of Jonah. I'm going to the in the book of and uh, look at four verse six. Four verse six. We're going to the book of Jonah, chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. Jonah, chapter 4. Hold on, hold on, Judy. This is going to sound out that see, even the, even the dictionary, remember, the Bible is always right. Even the dictionary just said that was a word again. What, what is the definition say? Say it was again, sister. Uh, Judith would say it was again. A large, freshly fruit with hard skin. That was that what they said, right? Now we go on in the Bible, in Jonah chapter four, and we are gonna pick it up at verse number five. Let's, let's, let's read down the see. Let's see chapter four, verse five. Let's read down. Come on. Jonah chapter 4, verses 5 to 7. Verse 5 reads, So Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city, and there made him a booth, and sat under it in the shadow till he might see what would become of the city. Verse 6 reads, And the Yahweh prepared a guard and made it to come up over Jonah, that it might be a shadow over his head to deliver him from his grief. So Jonah was exceedingly glad of the gourd. The seven reads, the Yaqua prepared a worm when he when the morning rose the next day.